Now, as the summer draws to an end and the green begins to fade from the trees, leaving warm shades of rusty reds and oranges and golden yellows in their stead, all hinting at the autumn settling down around us, Paula Corkin is with me to suggest some autumn colour and, of course, to take your questions. Text them to us on 53106. Paula, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Pat. So, um, the, the sort of things you can have in your garden that will give you that autumnal... Yeah, well, we're, we're slipping into autumn very nicely and and for the really good autumn colours, the chlorophyll, the green pigment starts to break down. Carotone is that gives us that lovely yellow colours, the pigment that we find in carrots. So we get that. That's born in many leaves as well. So as the green chlorophyll starts to break down, the yellow colours start to come forward. And as we slip then into October, November, the beautiful red and rusty colours come in. So yeah. plants like I brought you in, actually, a lovely plant that I have in my own garden called Perotia persica. And if you walk inside the the gates of the Botanic Gardens. They have a beautiful specimen of this plant, but it's just beginning to colour. It's green for the summer, flowers in, in late spring, early summer, and then it produces these beautiful autumnal colours that you can see creeping into the branches. And of course, the change in colour indicates that the leaves will go. They, well, will, they will fall. Absolutely. So as the natural day length is shortening, as the temperatures get a little bit colder, so if we get cold, sunny, dry weather this autumn, you get fantastic beautiful autumnal colours. So the colours are intensified the cooler and the drier the autumn is. So let's hope for a a really dry, cold autumn to get these beautiful colours. You have another plant there which is just a hint of yellow coming into the green leaves. So again, if you want to add a really great, this is one of the best autumnal colouring plants. It's a tree called liquid amber. You can grow it as a shrub if you prune it back, but it it makes a beautiful tree up to about 18 or 20 feet. It's got a maple-like leaf pad, very similar to to an acer leaf. Mm -hmm. Uh, But again, the colour is green in summer as it is today, but you can see the hints of autumn begin to spread through the branches. And this goes from yellow to a very, very vivid orange Mm. as we go into November. Now, are there plants that will not lose their leaves um, that I can have in my garden and give me colour into even the winter? Absolutely. There are plenty of garden shrubs that will have variegated foliage. I brought some very simple plants to grow this morning. I brought some of the variegated hebes. That's a variety called Hebe variegata, elliptica variegata that retains its foliage 12 months of the year, produces beautiful blue flowers. And you can see Hebe donna, which is actually in flower at the moment. It's a great uh, plant for butterflies and bees in the garden. But again, it retains its foliage. So there are many, many plants that will retain their leaves like euonymus, like hollies, like pittosporum varieties, which come in a a myriad of different colours. lovely variety called Pittosporum Tom Thumb. It actually has green leaves in spring and purple leaves through the winter period and it retains the foliage 12 months of the year. The time of year as well, Pat, it's a brilliant time of year and soil conditions are ideal at the moment for planting. So that recent rain has left the soil conditions ideal for planting this autumn. So if you're thinking of putting in some trees like the liquid amber or the Parotia persica or some shrubs like the Pittosporums or indeed fruiting plants, the weather conditions and the soil conditions, more importantly, are perfect for planting. And can you do a lot of this stuff in pots if you only have patio yeah. or balcony rather than garden? Well, if you want a nice a nice tree with autumnal colour, the Japanese maples are beautiful. There's uh, 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 many, many different varieties with red foliage at the moment that will colour a variety like blood gold, which has beautiful red leaves at this time of year, which will 
to bring those autumnal colours but they do really well in pots and containers as well and even fruiting plants like apples there's a variety called the coronet family of apple trees that do brilliantly in patio pots so there's no excuse whether you have a no patio or a balcony you can grow many many now, garden if you plants. have a garden and a bit of a lawn um, is this the time to because you won't have to mow it as often as the temperature falls yeah. is this the time to feed it or not it, yeah we're coming into the autumn time so it's really about putting the, the lawn to bed as it were and again with the rain we've had for the last couple of, of weeks and the cooler temperature moss is beginning to feature and now is the time of year to actually treat moss don't leave it to the springtime because it continues to spread right through the autumn and winter period so apply the zero treatments or put on a good autumn lawn fertiliser now at this time of year it won't kick the, the lawn into growth it'll just give it a lovely green colour and build a bit of strength into the lawn before we get into winter mm. uh, Is it time to think of spring and bulbs that uh, we might plant? It's hard to believe isn't it we have to think of daftal snowdrops crocuses this is the time of year for planting all the spring flowering plants you get a great selection of bulbs in the local garden centre that has literally just have come in in the last week or two so if you want some spring colour around January, February, March this is the time to actually start planting those in the garden Now some of the questions coming in I have a half grown avocado tree in the house and I want to, pl- to plant it in the back garden Will it survive the Irish weather? No, it won't. You need to keep it. You need to keep it indoors, Pat. A greenhouse, a patio, a conservatory, somewhere warm. Fine outside, spring, summer, and autumn. But as we get into winter, the avocado can be damaged by by heavy frost. So and would it, it would in. it fruit in our climate? Well, in, possibly in a, in a in a greenhouse situation, a heated greenhouse, you get some fruit on it. But um, it needs a partner. It needs to be cross pollinated. It's really grown as an ornamental plant more than anything else. Uh, I have Leylande hedging of thirty years. It's going brown in patches from five centimetre to 50 centimetre patches. It started last summer, got worse this year. Patches getting bigger. Uh, the Leylande hedge next door is OK. What to do? OK, well, brown patches in Leylandii are symptomatic of aphid attack in the spring. So when you get aphids, which are the small green fly, they attack Leylandii in April and May in particular. And you see the damage at this time of year, even though the aphids are gone. So they're sap sucking pests. They attack the Leylandii. Will the Leylandii recover? It will. So what I would do is give it a light trimming back. Any any area that's actually brown won't regrow again. So you're hoping that the branches on either side will fill in. So give it a trim at this time of year. But next spring, keep an eye out for the aphids, particularly in April, early May, and give it a light application of something like Rose Clear or Rose Rescue, which will control any aphids on the land. Next one. I have an infestation of snails. What can I do? Any solutions that don't involve putting down poison? Well, you can get organic pellets. So there are organic slug pellets that look like the traditional slug pellet, but they've got ferrous phosphates in them, which are basically iron and potassium and phosphates. So that will actually control the slugs. It's organic in nature. so once It kills it, them, I presume. It does kill them. Oh, absolutely. It's very effective at controlling them, but it's very safe to use birds feeding on them or pets. They're perfectly safe with them, Pat. So use the organic treatments. Is it a good time to repot my bonsai tree? Uh, does time of year make a difference? It's an indoor bonsai. Now, the idea of bonsai is you restrict it you so do. it stays small. Yeah, you, but you can often repot it back into the same tray pattern. It's a good idea to repot them every every three to four years. Do a little bit of root pruning as well. So when you take it out of the dish, just trim off the any tap roots or any strong roots that might be on the bonsai because that helps to restrict the growth. Get Go to your local garden centre. They'll have a bonsai mix 
of compost and use that, but maybe repot it back into the same tray or a slightly tray, slightly larger tray. So don't go putting into a traditional pot. Keep it in a, in a shallow tray because you need to restrict the roots. But this time of year is an ideal time for repotting the indoor mm. bonsai plants. I have, I suppose, the equivalent of a bonsai oak in my garden well, because it's growing out of granite. So it's it, restricted. It's restricted. Yeah. So it doesn't get big. And many, many of our native trees do, do very well as bonsai. So beech works really well as well or Japanese maple can mm. be used as well. In October, should I take up gladioli flowers and store them for the winter? That's from Dermot in Sutton. They used to do that. You dig up the you, bulbs, you can wrap lift them in them. newspaper. You can lift them. But to be honest, gladioli are quite winter hardy. If the ground gets excessively wet in winter, then I would lift them. So if it's prone to wetting or flooding, then certainly lift them and store them in, brown, in, in newspaper is ideal. But if the ground drains well, then leave them. They'll be perfectly fine. Is there any cure for the yellowing and leaf loss in Escalonia hedging? That's, That's a disease. That's a disease of Escalonia. Um, th- you can use some fungicide, something like fungus clear, but it's a very, very invasive uh, disease on Escalonia. And we're seeing it right through Europe, right through England. It's affecting Escalonia hedges. So, you know, certainly you can try to um, to treat it next spring and early summer will be the time to treat it with fungus clear. But you'll find it difficult to eradicate. I would love to plant a pink hawthorn, uh, but has it to be so many metres away from the house? And can I plant it at any time? Well, Catholic. the variety to look for is Critagus Paul Scarlet. It's a double pink flowering variety, very similar to a cherry tree when it comes into bloom. A fantastic tree and it only grows to about 15 to 18 feet in high path. So it's a relatively small to medium sized tree. If you plant it, you know, anything up to 10 metres or 15 metres from the house, that'll be perfectly now, fine. Why is that? Well, well, it, it's just the thorns. Just the, the thorns but also the root structure as well. It can have a quite a a surface rooting structure. So keep it back a little bit from your patio or or your driveway. Uh, But it makes a beautiful tree in the front garden. It's particularly good in exposed areas. It takes a lot of wind, like the common white thorn. So it's exactly like the white thorn, except it has these beautiful double pink flowers. And any particular time? Now is a good time to plant. Yeah, great time to plant trees. What is the best time to move and replant an acer? This acer is about eight years old. Okay, so leave it until it uh, defoliates. Wait until the middle of November. So you can, we we traditionally move plants once they go dormant. So any time from the middle of November right through till early March is a perfect time to move a Japanese maple or any variety of acer. An eight-year-old plant will transplant no problem at all. Lift as much of the root ball as possible. And the critical thing is to repot it or replant it at the same depth at the original depth that's in the soil. Sometimes sometimes people put it down a couple of inches deeper thinking it's going to secure the tree better but it actually does more harm than good so move in November we have an acer in a large pot does that effectively bonsai it it does it it won't go into be a monster because it's in a pot it it keeps it it keeps it restricted what a good tip pot is to take off the top two to three inches of compost every year and replace it with a fresh layer of, uh, so give it some nutrition. Yeah. Over time, you can transplant it out of that pot into the garden soil if you wish. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, it's a tree. fantastic plant. Corey Corkin, thank you very much Thanks, for uh, joining us. 